beautiful friend, welcome to Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult uh, questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. And where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nikrita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM and I'm very happy to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in. It's always our uh, pleasure and privilege to welcome you to the program and uh, we are inviting you to be part of this program. Uh, right from the beginning, I'm going to give you the number in case if you are the first time uh, joining us, tuning in uh, for this program. We have a phone number where you can send your text messages with a question or a thought, uh, just anything in uh, relation to what we are going to discuss today. And the number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one. I will repeat that number again. Maybe in different way now. Zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. That's the number where you can send us a text message uh, today and be part of this program. On the same number, we have uh, prepared for you a wonderful book a giveaway today. And on the same number, yeah, you can request that free offer by sending a, a code, which will uh, give it to you a little bit later. But it's my uh, privilege to welcome to the program today our co-host uh, via phone this time, uh, uh, Ricardo Schaeffer. Ricardo, can you hear us? Yes, I'm delighted to be here once again, Nick. Now, that's wonderful, uh, Ricardo. And yeah, you're not able to come in the studio with us, but over the phone, we are going to have a, a good chat today because uh, we have a very interesting uh, topic again. For the whole week, Indeed. we were, yeah, we were looking at this, uh, Ricardo, uh, beyond the grave, the mm-hmm. Bible and the uh, passing of death. Now, a few questions we already look at uh, so far, like uh, how does a pastor view death? And it's interesting, that question, because, um, you know, a minister, a pastor, you know, it's it's quite exposed to this, uh, conducting funerals, uh, assisting the grieving ones, uh, all those things. You know, I think a pastor has quite a bit on his job description <laughs> to do right. to do with uh, with uh, passing uh, of death and um, yeah i think there was a very good discussion there by the way uh, my friend uh, dear listener if you miss some of these programs uh, you can always go back uh, and listen on demand uh, you can either go through our website faithfm.com.au but even better, even easier, uh, to have our uh, Faith FM app uh, downloaded on your device. Again, go uh, on your device for Faith FM Australia. Make sure that uh, if you don't have uh, downloaded this app yet, uh, that will be a good idea uh, to have it. Faith FM Australia, and uh, you can uh, listen um, on demand on the programs, which you already did, and uh, there are many others from different shows. Another question, Ricardo, um, was uh, how did Christ relate to death? And in the Gospels, you know, we learn quite a bit about uh, what was Jesus' view in regard to uh, death. And that was a good program again. Yes. And just the other day, um, it was quite a bit of discussion in regard to the immortal soul. You know, people asking that question, is the soul immortal? Um, what's the story? There are lots of things 
a lot of understanding to say so, interpretation in this regard. But we are going to look into the Bible a little bit more uh, today and probably will may even make some reference to, to that um, program again. But our question for today, Ricardo, is, is the resurrection literal? That's right. I think that's a good question to ask, you know, uh, because I heard about many people saying, you know what, this is what it is, life here on earth, and after this, that's it, you know, (laughs) nothing nothing else. Many people will have this um, this understanding, and uh, any in in regard to these previous uh, questions, uh, any thoughts uh, which you have in mind, just uh, quickly before we probably go a little bit and just talk a little bit, um, go on the world watch a little bit and and just uh, approach a couple of things there. But uh, if you have a thought so far. Well, it's it's very reassuring to see uh, Christ's perspective on death because there is hope. Mm. It's not like um, any other teachings that um, just uh, what they say is that after death, there's there's nothing else. And um, that's why when uh, we lose, or some people lose their loved ones uh, to death, then um, it is, uh, it's horrible. There's no hope to, mm. to see them again. Mm. But Christ presents a, a quite a different uh, perspective to that. Yeah, absolutely. And as I said uh, the other day, uh, uh, Pastor Gary uh, with uh, Don Forberg, uh, they have a very good discussion on this. Uh, and I encourage you, my dear friend, if you missed that program, to to go back and, and listen on that. Um, yes, Ricardo, let's look a little bit on, uh, you know, just on the World Watch uh, thing. And, and this is, you know, on the um, top uh, pages, you know, on the news in regard to the latest uh, uh, mass shooting in the United States. And, um, yeah, you know, terrible. it's very sad. It's very sad. And, I mean, the, the politicians, and, you know, they try to do whatever they can do, but it's so divided, you know, the, the uh, political arena, it's quite divided, divided on this aspect. And the uh, U.S. Uh, House of Re- uh, Representatives uh, voted to raise age for buying semi-automatic weapons from, uh, uh, mm. you know, to, to 21 uh, after this uh, mass uh, shooting. I mean, and that's another interesting thing, you know, I mean, you still leave a lot of room for... Um, Buying weapons, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, I'm reading here from art, an article saying that the U.S. lawmakers uh, have responded, you know, uh, strongly to this uh, uh, recent mm-hmm. mass shooting. And I've seen myself uh, celebrities um, standing up, you know, and speak about that, uh, some politicians. But as I said, uh, it's quite a bit of uh, division there. Uh, the United States House of Representatives passed the legislation as part of a wide ranging gun control bill. That would also prohibit the sale of ammunition magazines with the mm. capacity more than 15 rounds. And that kind of, um, you know, puzzled <laughs> me, you know, what's the difference with 15 rounds yes. and maybe, you know, <laughs> more? That, that's quite interesting. What's your uh, perception of this, Ricardo? <laughs> uh, you only need one bullet to kill a person, right? Exactly right. Uh, but I, I think that. The cause of the problem is the human heart. Mm. Uh, how these uh, killers are being raised is also the question. What they spend time in, uh, those video games that are mm. full of violence, those movies that are full of violence, they have to have an impact 
in uh, the formation of, of the character of a person. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, yeah, no, there is, there's more to it. Mm. You know, you, you need to go deeper into the, the root of the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And even, uh, you know, the legislation has almost no chance to becoming law. Uh, as it will likely be blocked by the Republicans in the uh, in the Senate, um, uh, that is pursuing its own response to the gun violence, uh, focusing on uh, improving mental health uh, programs, you know, um, and school securities and uh, all those things. Uh, yeah, but the House bill does allow Democratic lawmakers a chance mm-hmm. to frame their uh, policies ahead um, uh, to the mind uh, term election, uh, midterm election in uh, in November. And this is another thing. Don't you think that this discussion are so much uh, around also politics? You know elections and they bring it up like uh, th- those points it's sad eh? it's sad to it to think that okay uh, republicans or uh, democrats um, they may have a approach if that help to the image of the party i think that's very sad but look i heard the individual uh, uh, you know people who really stood up for uh, for this and even here in australia uh, just the other night i watched um, on channel 10 uh, 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 the lady was, she was very upset with what's going on and, and even using this word say hey for years and years and years you keep saying that we need to do something yeah. and this one comes and goes and nothing has been done you know and another one will another mass shooting will occur and so on and so forth and people just not doing anything and it's difficult but the reason we are talking uh, on this um, I picked up this uh, subject Ricardo because it fits in with also our discussions which we have um, in regard to beyond the grave you know the the bible yes. and the passing of death now for sure there are so many people grieving and and their life totally changed around you know because yes. something like this and uh, we passing even through our program right now, our, our sympathy, you know, uh, and as much as we can feel, even we don't know people there, or maybe, maybe some listeners who may listen now, they may even know some, some people have some connections there. Uh, but you cannot express, you know, uh, the feelings, whatever we can say in words, what yes. the person who's been through this yeah. feel. And we uh, can only imagine absolutely. how many parents and siblings are suffering right now, mm, mm. grieving. You know, I mean, as wondering. A, as a pastor, Ricardo, what would you mm. say to to people uh, uh, in this situation? And that involves not only that mass shooting. You know, some other things happening even yes. here in Australia uh, on the news. You know, uh, bodies find in a, in the apartment there. Two young girls, you know, 20 years old or something like that. And, and all those things, you know, what's your, uh, if you like, um, counseling, which you can give to somebody who's going through this? Sometimes there is not much to say, uh, because other than being a good listener, but, um, as a pastor, yes, I am confronted with situations like that. Um, and I would always try to point people to the Bible because the Bible have hope. There is hope of a reunion. Mm. There is hope of a resurrection. 
and this is not the end of the story. <clears throat> uh, that's that's what I try to uh, the, the the thought that I try to convey to anyone who is grieving. But um, and that probably is not easy to not be it. is not easy to be received. You know, when a person is in that uh, um, you know in the middle of it you know uh, yeah, yeah. It i very mean it's difficult. very good it's very good to be able to to support to you know uh, to help uh, but yeah you never can put yourself in the shoes of the other person um, but what probably it's um, through the programs which we produce here on faith fm particularly this series you know and it will go into ne- next week and the week after a little bit more to talk about these uh, connections um i think that's what we want to raise the to raise up that uh there is somebody you know there is god up there who knows everything what's going on and he has been through this pain and this suffering for us all through our lord jesus christ you know the as uh, in uh, john 3:16 said that god so loved the world Mm-hmm. that he gave his only begotten son you know who who died for us that we may live we may live for him yes. i think that's very very important to point out the bible uh, and uh, not through these events only but in general you know whatever comes mm-hmm. in our life to yes. be able to go confidently to the bible and uh, be assured that god cares God cares. If people don't care, if politicians don't care, if people have the other agenda on, God cares. And God, God can Amen. comfort us. You know, God can comfort mm-hmm. you, my dear friend, uh, if you go through some difficult uh, things. Right. Okay. Anything else you want to just uh, point out to this segment? Because we are moving on to, into an, our study. Um, I think that that's, that's all for now. Um, We will have a, an interesting topic to discuss. Absolutely. Today. Yes. Okay, here is just a, a bit of uh, thanks for uh, for the support of this program and we'll come to the study. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And we thank you the Adventist World Radio for their support um, in uh, in our partnership with them to be able to broadcast and to share with as many listeners around the world uh, the good news of the gospel uh, the bible and as uh, we mentioned a bit earlier uh, today we are looking into this question is the resurrection literal and i will um, just uh, ask uh, ricardo to lead us uh, into that uh, Uh, discussion. Just before that, I want to mention this book which we have prepared for you right from the beginning because I want to um, to be able to mention a few times in case of uh, some of our listeners may not uh, uh, hear it uh, the right time. But today we have this book, Secrets Beyond the Grave by Dwight uh, Hall. I believe it's a wonderful uh, uh, book. And um, He asked uh, some questions here and uh, even even a remark here. Oh, God, please let him be there. Many people I heard myself when they talk about when they lost some loved ones, they, they want to think that they are somewhere up there in heaven doing very well. Even though the other day I, I heard uh, 
on the on our programs, you know, talking about that. I'm not sure how pleasant will be that that people who passed away to be in heaven and looking down here to this trouble world. <laughs> you know, exactly. I think that uh, could be kind, uh, quite uh, confronting. That would be depressing. Yes, yeah. But the desperate cry was uh, the beginning of a horrible nightmare of uh, Dwight. Um, his nine-year-old niece, Kathy, was uh, so young and vi- vibrant when her life was suddenly snatched away in a horrible accident. Yet, along with the immense pain of loss, Dwight also began to hear confusing, contradictory explanations about Kate's ultimate fate. Some said she went to be in heaven with Jesus, while others said she could be uh, contacted on the other side. That's very interesting. But uh, how could he really know? That's the question which Dwight uh, Dwight, um, asked. Did she get a new body in heaven? Or did uh, her uh, vaporous spirit remain on earth? With so many different ideas about life, life after death, how could he discover the truth? And, uh, my dear friend, in this book, he writes quite a bit about that, and you'll enjoy this book. Please just send us a text message to the number 04888081 with the code SA50. SA stands for South Australia. Five zero, no space in between, uh, and uh, our um, uh, faithful uh, robot will uh, lead you into into this. Uh, may ask a couple of questions, but uh, this book is yours, uh, free of charge, no obligation. All right, Ricardo. Look, uh, let's just uh, go now to to our. Uh, um, Discussion and again the the question I'm asking again is the resurrection literal? Yeah, is the resurrection literal? That's that's a good question because I'm thinking again of those who just lost a lot of um, uh, relatives, uh, th- those children who were killed in that mass shooting in the U.S. Mm-hmm. or those that were more than one actually. Uh, they may be asking questions such as, uh, "Am I ever going to see my kid?" Again, yes. You know, am I going to able to? Am I going to be able to hug him or her physically? So, um, let me tell uh, our listeners right from the beginning that the Bible teaches the reality of a personal bodily resurrection. And um, of course, we're not giving out our opinions here. We're sharing with our listeners what the Bible says, because mm. we want ultimately to allow the Bible to explain itself. Um, the first thing that I would like to touch on is that the Bible teaches that all will be resurrected. Right. Everyone. Now, we need to be careful with that. Not everyone will be resurrected at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, let me quote what Jesus said in John five twenty-eight to 29. Jesus said, Do not marvel at this. For the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves, notice that he said all, Mm. all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Okay. Hmm. It sounds like Jesus is saying that there are two resurrections, right? Yes. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, and so, and the, yeah, I, I like that you know the in this uh, passage you know that uh, as you said there is no exception. All right will uh, uh, will be resurrected, which means all are death. <laughs> you know, yes. because you cannot resurrect a person who's alive, who's in heaven. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm. So everyone who is dead will be resurrected. The question is. To which of those two resurrections? To the one for life, or to the one of um, condemnation? Right. Um, uh, in general, according to Jesus, again, death is like going to sleep. You know, when you go to sleep, you don't cry and say, "Oh, I'm going to sleep. I'm never going to see you again." Mm-hmm. No, you you go to sleep and you have the hope that you will wake up the next morning. So uh, that's something similar to what Jesus said about death. In um, John chapter 11, and I'm just sharing those verses so that our listeners can take note or remember those verses. Sure. To look them up afterwards. But John chapter 11, verses 11 to 14, Jesus was talking about Lazarus. Lazarus was dead. But listen to what Jesus said. Verse 11, these things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest in sleep. Mm. Now, verse 14 is very plain. It says, then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Mm. And they knew that because they start to say, but the Lord, the, it's the fourth day, you know, or something like that. He's, you know, yes. <laughs> it's not pleasant even to go near him. Yes, mm. yes. So it, and it's interesting the way that in which Jesus spoke, you know, referring to death as in going to sleep. In fact, the Bible compares death to sleep more than 50 times. Wow. Um, so, but I mean, the idea of, Death being like going to sleep, doesn't that give you hope? Like when you go to sleep, you're expecting to wake up, right? It's not the end of the story. Yes. So uh, for Jesus, death is just like going to sleep. As we mentioned before, according to Jesus, there are two types of resurrections. The resurrection of life and the resurrection of condemnation. Mm. Those who believed in Jesus while they were alive. Those who believed in him according to the light that they received, they will be resurrected at the second coming of Jesus, which right. is the first resurrection according to the Bible. And um, I'll read from 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 15 to 16, but um, you can read the whole, the whole um, passage. This would be from, verses, uh, from verse 13 until 18. Mm-hmm. But I'll read 15 and 16. It says, For this we say to you by the word of the Lord. See, this is not uh, Paul's idea. Yes. This is the word of the Lord. That we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. Now we know what it means when it says those who are asleep. That means those who are dead. Yes. You know, when Jesus comes, in other words, those who are alive will not precede those who are dead. 
and the explanation is given next, verse 16. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, mm-hmm. and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Right. That is the first resurrection. Those who believed in Jesus will be brought back to life when Jesus comes. This is not a secret or silent event, as you can see. Uh, there is uh, uh, the, 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 the verse 16 mentions a shout. He will descend from heaven with mm-hmm. a shout, with mm-hmm. the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet of God. Um, have you ever heard a silent trumpet? Mm. Yes. It is not silent. No. I mean, uh, if I saw my neighbor buying uh, his kids a trumpet as a present, I would be worried, you know, because <laughs> trumpets are not silent. Yes. And, uh, certainly, this will be a very, very tangible, real, noisy event, the second coming of Jesus. Yes, myself, I play some uh, brass instruments and I know what you mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> when I want to practice, uh, I, do, I haven't played for a long time, but uh, yeah, when I wanted to practice, you ne- need to make sure that it's at the right time, not uh, in the true. in the night or in the, <laughs> because you'll wake up the neighborhood. Very true. Mm. So indeed, the second coming of Jesus will be a mega event, very noisy, very visible, very real. And this explains what Jesus was saying about the two resurrections. One is the resurrection of life, mm-hmm. and the other one, the resurrection of condemnation. The resurrection of life takes place when Jesus comes the second time right. to wake up those who were dead in Christ. In other words, those who believed in Christ when they were alive. Yes. Yes. Now, um, also, I don't want to jump the gun here, but um, uh, what you, you could say about the other people who didn't put their trust in God and they are still asleep? Uh, yes. Because they are still asleep. They are not anywhere, you know, uh, even though people make references, exactly. they can be somewhere in, uh, in the middle or, you know, in heaven or in the middle, you know, purgatory and all those things. I mean... I got what you were saying that the the faithful, you know, those people who believe in God will resurrect first and will be kind of, yes. will meet Jesus even uh, maybe before us, if we'll be alive, you know, at that time. And we pray to God that we may, because it seems like the, what we see going around, uh-huh. the, the returning of Jesus Christ, it's, it's, it's imminent and it's, it's at the door. Yes. It's at the door. Um, but, are the others, the others also resurrected, you know, because it says that every mm-hmm. eye shall see him, even those who yes. pierced him? Yes, interesting question. Uh, well, the Bible is very clear. Jesus said, all of those who are in the grave will be resurrected, will mm-hmm. be brought forth. Mm-hmm. So um, the question is when. We know that there are two resurrections, and the Bible also speaks about a special resurrection that may not be the topic for today, perhaps. Yes, but yes. The first resurrection is when Jesus comes, the second time. Yeah. Those who believed in him while they were alive will be resurrected resurrected by his voice. Uh, and that's why the, the end of verse 16, First Thessalonians 4, 16 says, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Mm-hmm. That means that the rest of the dead will be raised uh Second. Yes, yes. At another time. Yes. Yes. Uh, the book of Revelation speaks about that and okay. talks about a thousand years. Probably uh, we wouldn't have the time to, to explain, but 
they will not be resurrected when Jesus comes. Okay. Um, hmm. And and then uh, what's the process there? Because when they will be resurrected, you know, uh, we are in this body of, uh, you know, because we are sinners, as Paul puts it, you know, a body of death. Um, yes. Uh, we're talking about here to be renewed, you know, even to be yes. transformed. And Paul uh, speaks about that, uh, and I'm not sure if probably you may want to touch on that or not, um, that, yeah, we'll be transformed, we'll be um, given... Uh, Immortal. Uh, It is a very clear concept that the Bible shares as well, mm-hmm. uh, and also, also, um, and I think you touched on that before, if I'm correct. Uh, there will be no purpose in that resurrection if people were taken to heaven at death. Yes. I- imagine Jesus coming the second time to resurrect his people, and is he going to call them back from heaven, mm-hmm. back to the grave to resurrect them? Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, not uh, uh, even as you gave the example with, um, you know, uh, with a friend of Jesus, uh, Lazarus. Um, yes. Jesus was calling him, you know, not calling, hey, Lazarus, come down, you know, I just want to, you know, I said, come forth, you know, come, come forth. forth, not yeah, come down. Yeah, yes. interesting. Hmm. Because Jesus knew exactly where Lazarus was. He yes. was not in heaven. Yes. That is a very good point. Uh, the Apostle Paul, Uh, clearly explains that we will receive a new body, a transformed body. Mm-hmm. We will receive immortality when Jesus comes. Not when we die, but right. when Jesus comes at the resurrection. Those who are resurrected will be resurrected with immortal bodies. And those who will be alive when Jesus comes will be changed Uh, and will receive an immortal body as well. Mm-hmm. Let me read to you from First uh, Corinthians 15, verses 51 to 54. Right. I think that Paul explains it very well. He said, Behold, I tell you a mystery. And I like it when Paul says, I'm going to tell you a mystery because whatever is next, whatever comes next is always interesting. Mm-hmm. He said, We shall not all sleep. Now, you know what that means, right? We will not all die. All Yeah. Exactly. Yes. That's what Paul is saying. We shall not all die. How is that possible? Well, um, if we are alive when Jesus comes and we're ready to meet him, we will never know what it's like to die. So he, that's why he says, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. Now, we know when the trumpet will sound, right? When Jesus comes the second time, because we just read it in First Thessalonians 4. For the trumpet will sound, says Paul, just to give us more assurance. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible. Yes. Now, we know which ones of the dead. The dead in Christ, according to First Thessalonians 4. The dead will be raised um, incorruptible. And we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption. And this mortal must put on immortality. Mm-hmm. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. I have a question here. According to Paul, according to the Bible, when is it that we receive immortality? When Jesus comes and the trumpet sounds, or when we die? Okay. 
Yes. I think that the answer is there, right? We will receive immortality when Jesus comes, when the trumpet sounds. Right. Not when we die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we look forward to that day when we will receive not only immortality, but a, a new body, a perfect body that does not corrupt, does not die, does not uh, get sick, does yeah. not suffer like, like we do now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricardo, I may just on this one, um, I have a message coming through here and I may just take that message because I think it's interesting. Uh, see if you can um, answer uh, some of these uh, questions here. Uh, sure. and, and the message comes through and says, are you sure that the resurrection involves uh, reassembled, you know, molecules uh, of the dead bodies? Uh, and um, our listener is referring to the first resurrection was Christ, and it mentions that he he's the first, you know, to resurrect. You know, I mean, and uh, he, if you like, he he's the first fruit. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, what would you like to say in in that regard to that question? Well, according to the Bible, we will receive completely a new body. Mm-hmm. Imagine um, Adam, for example, he died thousands of years ago. The remains of his body are just, you know, dust. Or those who died uh, burned in, in, a, in a fire. There's no, no remains, mm-hmm. right? We will all receive a new body. And I'll share with you some verses in the Bible that are very, very, um, very clear. Yes, uh, yes. And, and maybe just to tie with that another question, because we talked about Paul, and uh, what he he said, and, and, and in regard to that, he says, we who are alive and remain, mm-hmm. you know, he put it in the, in the present, uh, you know, we who are alive and remain. This means that the resurrection occurred in Paul's time. That's very interesting to look at that. Eh? Uh, what you can take out of that? Because Paul says we, mm-hmm. but was he talking about just for the present time in, in his time or he was giving a, an explanation of the concept of death and resurrection? Yes. So he was referring to those who will be alive when Jesus comes. Mm. And he felt at that time that it was possible that, that um, Jesus would be able to return during his time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, as we continue reading his, his letters, um, Paul also explains that that day will not come unless the, the, the man of sin is manifested first. Yes. Unless the apostasy comes first. And so there's uh, a few other prophecies that many of them were fulfilled. Some of them are yet to be fulfilled before the second coming of Jesus. Yeah, but even, even that, uh, Ricardo... I believe most of the people in in, in um, when they are alive they have that hope that uh, hopefully Jesus will come during my uh, you know in my lifetime yes. most of, of us were thinking like that I mean the disciples thought like that we thinking like that my yes. parents thought like that yes. uh, because that's a natural thing you know to to hope you know to yes. hope that Jesus will come in your time because it's not pleasant you know I mean to experience that is not pleasant, even though if we understand correctly the uh, theology you know, of the Bible, that mm-hmm. the, that it's only a sleep. It's just a time, and if the Bible even I can't think right now, top of my head, use somewhere that God is even calling some of His loved ones to sleep 
to spare mm-hmm. them from some troublous times. Yes. And Paul himself, yeah, yes. and Paul himself says that for me to die it's a gain, but yes. to live it's Christ, which means to live means to proclaim the good news, to share uh, the gospel, to share the life of Jesus and those things. But to die, okay, I close my chapter awaiting for the trumpet to call and to be exactly. resurrected into a, a new body. Yeah. Or, okay, if you want to just have uh, maybe a couple more comments because I'm going to take a short break after this and okay. then we'll continue. I'd just like to add to what you said about Paul. Uh, because the dead do not feel the passing of the time, um, it is a gain to, to die in Christ because um, you don't feel it, it may be a hundred, a thousand years until the second coming of Jesus, but for you who are dead, it's just like, like a split second, and then you are there in the resurrection watching Jesus with your own eyes. Oh, beautiful. So in that sense, that is gain. Yes, of course. Yes, oh, wonderful. Uh, thank you, Ricardo. Let's uh, take a short break here and um, we'll have a song, Because He Lives. Wonderful song um, yes. by uh, Caleb and uh, Kessley. And we'll be back shortly. Please don't go anywhere. This is Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds a future, and life is worth the living just because he lives. God sent his son They called him Jesus He came to love Heal and forgive He lived and died To buy my pardon In empty
is worth living just because he lives. Welcome back. This is Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today is uh, Ricardo Schaeffer. Ricardo is serving as a pastor uh, here in uh, South Australia for uh, College Park and Wisto churches. And it's good to have you with us, Ricardo, today. Pleasure to be here at Fate FM. And talking about uh, um, is the resurrection literal? And just before the break, Ricardo, we were looking at uh, some passages in the Bible, in the First Corinthians and uh, um, in uh, Thessalonians, yeah. Uh, yeah, a few other parts of the Bible in John, uh, how uh, Jesus looked at, uh, at death and resurrection. And as we find out that uh, resurrection is a real thing, you know, uh, that is a real thing too. Uh, we are not going just to pass from uh, one side to the other, you know, uh, uh, that it's, it's real and is described in the Bible as a sleep, waiting for mm-hmm. the glorious voice of our Lord Jesus Christ to come mm-hmm. and to wake us up and give us new bodies. Uh, th- I thought that was wonderful uh, mentioning that just before uh, the break. Now, my dear uh, friend, uh, listening to this program, I like you to enjoy a book which we have prepared for you for today. And the book is called Secrets Beyond the Grave by Dwight Hall. And this is a wonderful book. It's yours today, free of charge, no obligation. It's our uh, gift for you. You just need to send us a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one with the code SA50. SA stands for South Australian number uh, uh, 50, 50. And please don't uh, leave space in between or don't add anything else because you may confuse our uh, friendly uh, robot who asking you a few questions. By the way, thank you all of those of you who already requested that. And um, thank you, Nada. And uh, yeah, I noticed that you add a few other things after the SA50. Probably you may need to do it again. Just uh, say SA50. And uh, yeah, that will be easy uh, for this book to be processed to be yours. Ricardo, we have a few minutes, a few more minutes left, maybe uh, 10 minutes left uh, to yeah. go a little bit more into this uh, aspect. Uh, what else would you like to share with us? Uh, having in the, in mind, in, in context, this is resurrection uh, literal. Mm. So it, it's a broad topic. And yeah, uh, I'll try to mention just a few things. So, so far we've seen that we will receive the reward when Jesus comes the second time, not when we die. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Revelation twenty two twelve says, And behold, I am coming quickly, talking about the second coming, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Yes. To his work. Um, so, um, if, if I went to heaven when I die, then I already received my reward. But the Bible says that we receive a reward, which is eternal life, and immortality, mm-hmm. when Jesus comes. Now, the question that we want to answer is, what sort of body are we going to have at the resurrection? I'll jump straight into the Bible text. Um, Philippians three, twenty and 21 says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, see, 
mm-hmm. that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Our bodies will be transformed. They will be renewed. Those bodies that do not exist anymore will be completely uh, replaced, put it that way, mm-hmm. with a body that will be uh, conformed to his glorious body. Now the question is, what sort of body uh, did Christ have when he was um, when he resurrected? And the Bible has the answer to that as well. And it's interesting, just before you go into that, uh, because I think mm-hmm. this is a very good point, uh, Ricardo. Uh, people can have all sorts of ideas, you know, to uh, to have a yes. glorified body. But it's interesting that Jesus was recognized by his uh, disciples. He was. You know, yes. even though he was different, he just came through. He didn't need now this time to knock on the door to wait for people to open. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yes. Uh, but he was yes. recognized. That's, uh, I think, was very good. Uh, yeah. W- while you mentioned that, I'm not sure probably you, you will uh, touch on that uh, anyway, but I thought uh, mm-hmm. it, it just came in my mind. And, uh, yeah, makes sense. It's so interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it is very clear because it says that our bodies will be transformed and we'll be, com- we'll be conformed to his glorious body. So he still has a body. Right. And we will have a body at the resurrection. Now let's answer the question what sort of body? Did Christ have when he was resurrected, or was he a spirit? Um, in Luke 24, 36 to 39, uh, to give you a bit of a background, the disciples, after the death of Jesus, after he was buried um, in the tomb, they were locked in. They were scared that they were going to be arrested. So they were in a room, and Jesus just showed up in the middle of them, you know, and, and they were afraid. So this is what happened. Now as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed they had seen a spirit or a ghost. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. Right. right there, Jesus Jesus the answer. Yes, he had a body, but a glorified body, the perfect one. And Jesus emphasized on this because in in his uh, uh, omniscience, you know, uh, he foresaw that people will be confused and they may say, they may talk about these uh, spirits and all those things. But Jesus was uh, clarifying that thing. I'm not a spirit. Yeah, I'm glad he said it. Yes. Mm. What about after he went back to heaven, for example? Was he a spirit in heaven? Okay, and good question. The Bible yeah. also gives us an answer here. First Timothy 2.5 says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about you, uh, Nick, but doesn't that um, uh, get your attention when, when it says the man, Christ Jesus? Why does Paul... Uh, need to add that, that, that those words, the man, Christ Jesus. You know, he's still human. Exactly, because he said when he <laughs> came, it was like one of us. Yes, yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Not just for 33 yeah. years. While mm-hmm. he was on earth, he became one of us forever. Yes. And, and so that's the body that we will have at the resurrection. Or when Jesus comes, you know, if we're alive and Jesus comes, we our bodies will be 
changed, transformed into that glorious body. Mm -hmm. And those who are resurrected will be resurrected with that glorious body to be conformed to the glorious body of Jesus. Right. Okay. It will be a bodily resurrection. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point, Ricardo. Yes. All right, then uh, no more death of those who uh, resurrect in the first resurrection, okay? That is so good. Maybe we can finish a, a study with one verse, Revelation 21, verse 4, mm-hmm. after the resurrection. Of course, the resurrection of life. Revelation 21, 4 says, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crying. There shall be no more pain mm-hmm. for the former things have passed away. I really look forward to that time when everything will be made new. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Yes, uh, Ricardo. And you know, if we can encourage anybody out there may being confused about this aspect of uh, what happens uh, after we die and is resurrection a, a real thing? Is that uh, literal or is it just a figurative thing? Uh, just a form of speech? Uh, I think through what we share tonight uh, here, uh, that is that Jesus is very intentional to let us know what happened in this aspect. You know, it's not just, uh, it's not very blurry that there. Yes. Jesus was very clear talking about Lazarus, as we mentioned about that. Uh, okay, uh, he's asleep, uh, mentioning that, okay, he's resting now. Uh, he died. But then when they didn't quite get it at that time, because they said, oh, you know, some people said we didn't read that uh, part of the passage says that, oh, if he's uh, sleeping, he must get better. Because that's a, yeah. it's a very good way, you know, when you are sick to go to sleep, to recover. The body recovers much better when you rest, you know, and you go to sleep. Yes. But no, no, no. Jesus said, hey, he's dead. You know, he really died. And I, mm-hmm. I like something that you mentioned, Nick, before, uh, that we will be resurrected by his voice because um, his voice, his word has power. It is by his voice and his word that he created everything. Mm, he mm. spoke and things, things came into existence. That voice will resurrect the dead. Yeah, that's beautiful. And uh, praise God for, uh, uh, for what he's doing. And it's in- important to also recognize his voice. Yes. Right now, as he speaks yes. to us, um, yeah. Anything else, uh, Ricardo? We may have just a, a minute or maybe two minutes. We could bring it together, and I would like you to uh, maybe to just close with a prayer. You know, we mentioned mm. a bit earlier there are people suffering, discouraged, uh, distressed. Uh, we mentioned about the mass shooting in the United States. Uh, yeah. Some other situation going on every day. I mean, if you open the uh, the device, you know, uh, look on the news. It's everywhere is just pain and suffering and death. And but yeah, yeah. Would you like to just bring it together a bit in few words? And um, if you like to just pray, please. Mm. Yes, of course, my privilege. Um, the Bible is clear in saying that there will be a resurrection. Mm-hmm. Some will be resurrected for eternal life, and some others, have, unfortunately, will be resurrected for condemnation, for eternal destruction, not to suffer forever, which may be the topic for another time, but. Uh, they will stop existing. There is no coming back from that second death. Um, so uh, for those who believe in Jesus, because Jesus is salvation, 
death is just but a sleep. Mm-hmm. If we die believing in Jesus, we will be resurrected by his voice and we will receive a new body. We, it's, it's still going to be us, but with a new body, no more death, no more pain, no more suffering. The Bible says that we will be able to run like ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I wonder what other things we will be able to do with that perfect body that God intended for us as creation. Looking forward for that uh, time and we'll sure. have eternity, you know, to learn that and to know that. Yeah, thank you so much, Ricardo. Just please uh, close with a prayer. Sure, let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, once more, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for those wonderful promises that you've given us in your word. We look forward to the day when you will come the second time to pick us up and to resurrect those who died believing in you. Mm-hmm. They are just waiting in the grave until they hear your voice. Lord, I pray that um, because the Bible is full of treasures and promises like this that bring hope into our souls, Lord, that um, we may all spend time reading at least a little bit of the Bible every day. Mm-hmm. That is my prayer, Lord. Please continue to bless us as we spend time with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. And thank you for uh, joining us today, Nick Rita and Ricardo Schaeffer on Drive Time BQ&A. Please come back tomorrow when myself, I will be with uh, Tracy Papandreou and uh, David Lima uh, looking a little, bit more, a little bit more into this. Uh, what, where, and when is heaven? Until then, may God richly bless you and have a safe walk in the footsteps of Jesus. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Oh, worship the King.